All right, it's on this way. <laughs> No, we can do the old material. It's fine. Brilliant. It's Excellent. fine. <laughs> we are mostly Doggett, that's me, and F. Grave, that's him. That's me over here. Tonight we have a fantastic lineup for you, including stand-up and music from Paul Sweeney. Woo! You can do better than that. Paul Sweeney. Yay! We've got stand-up from Sam Fletcher. Yay! You can also stand up. We also have stand-up from Duncan Hart. Woo! Yes. And we've got a special guest appearance from the brilliant Norman Lovitz. Oh, yes. Who I think might be the reason you're here. Yeah, maybe. So, all in all, it's going to be a good night. Yes, it is. I feel. And, and if you're interested, Glenn, I really do feel. You feel? Yeah, what yeah. I said then in that bit, that's that's true. Um, Who do you feel? I can't answer that. Not in a recording. No. Inappropriate. I'll tell you after we finish recording. Okay. Uh, this is episode two of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's the day after Mostly Comedy, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm tired. Very, very tired. Very tired. It's quite early in the morning and we finish quite late. Yeah. But that's fine. Uh, we're going to have uh, snippets uh, from the sets and also interviews from all the acts that we've just listed there, which will be exciting. That's right. And we're going to start with a clip from Norman Lovett. Yep, the first of two, I believe. Yeah. So strap in if you're not if you're in a car that's moving. Just just strap in or, or strap on for Norman Lovett. Well, we're sat around a very nice, pleasant table here, which is yes. covered in paint uh, with Norman Lovett. Yes. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if Glyn spoke to you before this but you've played a gig here before about 10-15 years ago I don't know if you remember that at all yeah it was with um, someone <laughs> and uh, there were some people came yeah. and there were yeah. laughs and that yeah that's as much as I remember Paul Paul is it Paul B. Edwards Paul B. Paul B. Edwards, B. Edwards yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've done a few of his shows yeah and this I don't know where was that it wasn't here was it it was, it? was here it, it was, was in, the, well, in the, theater, the main theatre the yeah theater, yeah I mean, this was like about yeah, 15 yeah. years ago, because we used to, well, Glenn still works here, but we used to do like lights and sound here. And I remember when we first started working here, it was about the time you were here. Hmm. What, what was that? <laughs> just so you know. the toilet flashing above us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the toilet's just up there, because yeah. I just went to the lavatory. Could that be you? Maybe that, Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit of a slow flash. Don't want to know. I mean, I yeah. don't. Well, thank goodness it's not a Dyson pipe. 
Yeah. We'd be able to see through it. <laughs> that would be horrific. That's the only thing about Dyson, seeing, we, seeing the yeah. dirt. I, yeah. I just don't think that's, I think that's no. ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, that, is that a bit rude? I don't, I don't know what I'm going to But they're, they're ugly machines, I think, those yeah. Hoovers. So, no, they're not, you know, they're not vacuum cleaners. They're yeah. Hoovers. Yeah. Hoovers. They're, not, Hoovers they're, they're Dyson, like, so they're not. They're I suppose you get the satisfaction, though, you see what you've picked up in the sense of you know you've actually cleaned something. I mean, they didn't necessarily want to see yeah, it. Yeah, but isn't it to just stop the, the fuss of buying bags? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah but do you want to see it, really, if you're in a bad mood? I had a Hoover, and I didn't empty it for it must have been a couple of years. <laughs> what happened when you and eventually actually, emptied when it? when I opened it, it exploded. It Did just it really? went everywhere. Oh, yeah, my so God. So don't do that. Oh, my yeah. God. I've got one of those, actually, one of them. I'm just pointing at a... What is pointing at a Henry Hoover. The Henry Hoover, yeah, I tell you. The, the, they are good. Yeah, that's are. a Henry. He's yeah, there, he's yeah. smiling. They yeah. smile. You can tell by the green. Although I, know, I always wasn't sure whether it was the green was the Henry or the green was the George, but I think George I think is red. With Thomas the Tank Engine. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. right. Yeah. There was <laughs> also a pink one of those as well. I don't. Oh, really? I don't know what the difference is. They all Hoover the same. So. Yeah. It's not going to make sure. That's a very popular Hoover, isn't it? It wasn't cheap. 80, 90 quid, is that? Yeah, but price you're price paying price. for it. It's going to have a long, it's like a yeah. Volkswagen. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. going to keep going. Yeah, you're paying yeah. for the face. And yeah. also, uh, talking about Hoovers, I've got a Miele now. I don't okay. know, I just got a Miele. But the best Hoover I ever had was when I was married with a family, the family Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> it's German, and I can't remember the name of it. It's really, and it was the best. Hoover. Is it like one of those? Best, not the best Hoover, the best vacuum clean. No, no, it was a stand, stand up. Oh, one. okay. And you, all, everything was clever about it. It was German. It yeah. was, um, and it was called something, and I forgot. <laughs> I might remember if I remember. Yeah. I'll, I'll burst through with yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas my Hoover, I've got lots of like attachments. I've got a pet cat, so you need more things to sort of pick up the. See, I can't bother. With yeah, I've got like... a pug. Uh, right, with oh, hair, yeah. The hairs okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the I think that's the reason I got the Mila because it was right. cats and dogs yeah. as well. <laughs> I had the, well, that's true. They just it's just a sale technique, really, isn't yeah, it? I'm yeah. sure it is. Yeah. yeah. I haven't got time for the attachments. I just sort of no. spend ages with those, get the tube out, the, you know, the basic tube. Oh, just, but then you sort of end up brushing each floor. individual. It's, it's, well, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> just because I can't be asked to put the other thing back on again. Yeah, so it's you just like an, a career in itself, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just, it's ridiculous. What's yeah. it called? <laughs> oh, I hate that. You should be Googling German Hoover. Yeah. German standard Hoover. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> And have you been back in Hitchin since then? Then do you, have you done a couple of gigs with Paul? Mm. I imagine. Uh, do you remember? Um, <laughs> I, I have. But I can't remember. I don't yeah. know if it. Yeah, I must have. I mean, I've been here at least a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And there was another place I went to. The it's a market town, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. There's, market, yeah. there's quite a lot of market towns. There's another yeah. market town I did, and I've got that confused with Hitchin. And I can't remember what that was called either. So, <laughs> oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I've, I've just done uh, Folkestone, okay. the, the Quarter House in Folkestone, Cambridge, the Junction. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, junction. yeah, it's great then. That was really good. I went to see uh, Phil Kay there a few months back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy Kay. Yeah. And he no. used to be, I think, because my girlfriend used to go to the junction. It used to be like in the middle of nowhere, but now they've built all this sort of stuff. Oh, there, yeah, so. there's a shopping centre around yeah, there yeah. and everything. All because of the junction? Well, I don't think Nandis. it's all. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Nandis. Good bit of Na, yeah, that's the one. Nando's. 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 Nando's is a better name, though. Nando's would be better. Nando's. Dandy Nando's. Dandy Nando's. Dandy 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 D
Who's Dandy Denman? That's a dog. Oh, is it? What, a breed? I used to have a dog a... called da- Dandy Denman. Oh, Not really? the name, Bino is name. Oh, okay. But a Dandy Denman <laughs> is a character from a Robert Louis Stevenson book, apparently. Oh, okay. And they're terriers, short-legged terriers. Right. He lives in Northampton now. We found, right. had to find a home for him. I've never done that with a dog before. Oh, really? Why was that? And that still hurts me now. Hmm. Well, when me and my wife uh, divorced. Right. sold the house. <clears throat> we had two dogs. Yeah. I took the pug. She couldn't take Bino. Bino right. had a hell of a bark on him as well. Oh, really? I didn't think this new owner was going <laughs> to take to that. But he, uh, Northampton, he lives in Northampton now. Okay. And uh, went to visit him with Lily, my eldest daughter, six months later. And he was like, fat as can be. I said, what Whoa. are you doing here? Yeah. I said, yeah. what's that? He's eating, he's eating your cat and your other dog's food. Have you checked mm. check on that? Yeah. He needs to lose weight. This right. is, and uh, apparently I heard that he had lost weight, but I just couldn't go back to see him anymore. This oh, is about yeah. a couple of years gone now, so uh, it's just horrible yeah, to me. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's horrible. How long did you have? It hurts me. Well, from from a puppy, yeah. Yeah, right. so, yeah. And, and Elvis is eight now. Elvis the pug, and uh, right. he's great. I I couldn't, you know, he would he won't be going anywhere. Yeah, he, he's with me. You know, yeah, great dogs they pass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, I've got to say that's, that's the best dog I've ever had. I've had a really? few dogs, yeah. and he is great. The pugs are great. Yeah. Do they walk much? Do they? No. Because they're so small. I imagine. No, they don't yeah. do a lot. They yeah. don't, they weren't designed to do anything <laughs> right. really because yeah. they were. They come from the uh, Chinese emperors hundreds of years ago. Apparently, oh, okay. they right. were designed or made or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> they just they sit and sort yeah. of pose. Really, yeah. they're, they're, they're special. I read a dog on pugs, and it says they know they're special. Right. And I don't think Elvis knows he's special. He just right. knows what he wants to do. Right. Mm. And he'll outstare you. I mean, they just <laughs> stare like that for ages. Yeah. And they just, you know, he sleeps on my bed. Mm. I do material about him and everything right. uh, on stage. And uh, he sleeps on my bed. And he, he, that's where he expects to sleep. You know, right. that's it. Yeah, I think yeah. my wife, my ex-wife spoiled him when he was a puppy because she used to carry him around and call him the son of God. Right. <laughs> Which is bad. Yeah. 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 You know, and he's spoiled for that. But yeah. it's great having him on the bed, but it's really yeah. funny. You're lying in bed, you switch the light off. You've been reading or something. You switch the light off. Elvis is on the end of the bed. Yeah. And then you'll know he'll creep along. And I'm, you're like in the fetal position when you <laughs> sleep one side. Yeah. And he comes into the pit of your stomach, the right. small of your yeah. stomach, whatever. And he settles in there. <laughs> and then when I do a turn, he still stays there because he yeah. knows I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. might be asleep by then anyway because he sleeps really well. That's a bit like my cat. It's essentially invisible. You'll be sitting somewhere and you'll get up. Maybe I got up and I was doing something on the computer. And I went to sit down and it was underneath me. Oh, yeah. So oh, very oh, close. Sat, like I've, sat on, I've sat on Elvis. Yeah, yeah. I've sat, sat on Elvis. <laughs> That's a quote for the... For yeah, the I've, sat on, I've sat on Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> sound, just take that little bit and use that on yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort of <laughs> said. yeah some sort of dance remix yeah I saw in your yeah. um, little biog thing that you supported the clash yes oh yeah, yeah that's a that's uh, I suppose that's a memory I'll, I'll have forever how was yeah. that yeah it's it great cool? it was in Derby a Derby assembly rooms and uh, early days of alternative comedy right I had a guitar then Oh, okay. And so I did, did like John songs. Peel impressions. Well, not songs. I liked John Cooper Clark, so I wrote a few sort of poems and chugged away behind right. it and did some mm-hmm. stuff and uh, John Peel impression. And I went down really well. They they were great, the, the audience. And uh, and then watched the Clash after. Right. After so they were fantastic. Were the Clash big then, or was it sort of on their way up? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, I don't know when that was. It was middle. 
eighties, I suppose. Was yeah. it? So, I don't know. The late eighties. I don't know what. Probably, we'd probably be sort of late seventies, early eighties, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Actually, I don't know when they stopped. Because I did some gigs with uh, the first gigs I did were with Nine Nine Nine. Okay. Who were a third-rate clash, really? Oh, right. okay. God, I hope that none of them hear this. But they, they were. They, they yeah. got on top of the pops with uh, some of this stuff. But they were, and so I, it, it was punk at the time when I right. when I started doing that, and the alternative comedy stuff came along. It's all history now, of course, but it's mm. all. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah. next year's twenty-five years of Red Dwarf since yeah. I did Red really? Dwarf. Is it that how long since you? Yeah, really? yeah, wow. and and also you just think, well, I was playing a senile old git yeah. of mm. a computer, and I was forty-one, right? And I'm sixty-five now. I'm, right. I'm the perfect age to play the part <laughs> yeah. now. So that was the first bit of our interview there with Norman Lovett. That's right, I had a little bit of a teaser there. He starts talking about Red Dwarf, then we stop it, but yep. there's more to come. He talks in quite a bit of detail about it, actually, and it's, he does. it's very interesting. Now, uh, the next uh, act that we have on now is Paul Sweeney. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to interview him in the gig, um, but what we thought we'd do now is we'd play a little snippet of his set and one of his songs. Do some songs for you. That all right? <laughs> Not just you, I mean everyone else. Sorry, I made that seem like it's just for you, no one else is here. Less of a gig now, more of a hostage situation, isn't it? Just now, because I asked them to lock the doors before I came on. <laughs> Gonna do some songs for everyone. Don't want you lot feeling left out. Don't just carry this around with me to make me look sexy. That's what this is for. Mating <laughs> 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 call of the Wookiee. <laughs> it's that time of year again. He's not very popular in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I need to stop watching so much Star Wars. It's starting to affect the real life. This first song I wrote the day I thought I'd lost the top register of my voice. <laughs> interview possible because we're sat, sat standing not standing, sat, sat, yeah, sat, no, standing. Really. that's how quick it is we're going to keep walking as we yeah, we're moving as we speak because yes. uh, uh, Sam Fletcher's here with us and he's just waiting for his taxi to go yeah. yeah thank you yeah. thanks <laughs> so, very much for that how did it go uh, we missed your set we were talking to someone else and then we missed it all. Yeah, no it was fine it's very nice uh, the, the light is quite that one light in the middle is it quite is. bright yeah um so it did uh, the problem is because I wear glasses the light goes into the well goes reflects onto the face but then it actually gets trapped in the glasses. So all I can see is my eyes. Really? So all I can see... It's, it's really... Spooky, it's, it? yeah. yeah. Well, it, and that only happens when you... Well, it, will, it will happens all the way through the, the act, but mm. when it starts, it initially shocks you because you're like, all I can see is my eyes now. Yeah. And it's, and it's <laughs> well, a bit weird. Think. Yeah, it's like doing a performance really close to a mirror. Especially <laughs> when you don't know until you get on. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. this? Oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's that. This is me for 20 yeah. minutes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I had to sort of move around a little bit to find... to find um, for the uh, lighting issues. No, it happens. No, it happens yeah. to any any um, people with glasses. Will will um, relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Who, who also stand in a bright in light. light. Yeah, yeah. 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 On the glass. I might actually wear my glasses for a gig just to see Try out. how that works. And I, we do a gig where I play Buddy Holly in the show, and I, I can oh. verify. Yeah. The same yeah thing, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird. It, in your own little world. Yeah. But 
We won't just talk about grasses. No. Sorry, um, yeah, sorry. sorry, I gave that angle. So, so you were up in um, Edinburgh this year and you were nominated for the Newcomer Award, was I it? I was, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, which How was, was that? Amazing, yeah, incredible, really. Uh, bits of whirlwind. Um, I wasn't I wasn't in any way sort of expecting it, but there was kind of rumours abounding that people had been coming in. Because oh, wow. uh, some people recognise people. I mean, I've worked... I've, in the in the past, I did some stuff with Tim Key, oh, yes. so I recognised some of the panel, some sort of bigger people in the panel. Uh, so I'd recognise some of them, and also just recognise few sort of critics as well. Mm. Just yeah. because I'd worked, just because I'd had as a tech, yeah. I'd always was at the back. Seeing so you were taking for Tim Key. I, uh, you worked with Tim Key, didn't you before? I, yeah. So not this year, not oh, this okay. year, but his previous two shows, I I teched, oh, Yeah, okay. as Fletch, yeah. his his technician. Yeah. Um, and he was the one, in fact, who told me that I'd been nominated. Oh, really? uh, I was going to ask you how you found out whether yeah. they let you know or whether you just saw uh, the, or did he just have the insider information? Well, there, if you get if you if you're on the long list, there's a long list and then there's a short list. The long list, um, the people, everyone kind of gets a rumor that they might be on a long list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was told as well, and I was like, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to sort of think about anything mm-hmm. like that. But. Um, they would they announced the 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 nominees at one o'clock. And my show finished at one thirty. I was doing a midday show, so I was like, "Bloody hell!" So it's just that people. <laughs> I had some people in who knew that I was a bit sort of nervous about the whole thing, because I just, you know, I, it sort of plagues your brain when you start knowing that and you're trying to yeah. push it out. It's still there, um, and so I let I let people out at the end of the show. That's yeah. the thing. I I opened the door and let people out, right. and on the other side. Tim was there, out of breath, with his <laughs> hunched over, his hands on his legs, just going, oh, you've heard, yeah, you've heard. And I'm like, no, no, I haven't. And he'd, he'd heard via, I think, via either the phone or Twitter or something. He'd ran down. He was in, like, going through the meadows. He ran right. along, right. got into a taxi, apparently, um, <laughs> and then wanted to get a bottle of champagne but couldn't. So he'd gone to the bar. I was in Bannerman's, and the only posh drink, it was like a rock bar, the only posh drink was like an Aperol spritzer. So <laughs> like a sort of a pink... Yeah, drink yeah. in a glass <laughs> and he sort of handed that over but yay and uh, it was quite quite a teary emotional moment because oh, uh, it was it was that sort of mo- that moment of slight crumble of kind yeah, of going yeah. that's yeah that's everything I've ever kind of wanted really without yeah. sounding too sort of no and it's uh, that sort of validation almost I suppose of what yeah. you're trying to do and yeah yeah there is there is something that, to be honest even if you get from an Edinburgh point of view, to get people to see your stuff who are, have some sort of importance or have some kind of uh, benefit to your career, mm. that's as important. Yeah. To know that I had those people come and see the show mm. is, to be honest, even if they hadn't sort of put me forward, I would have I would have been so so, uh, yeah. so um, privileged to make to know that they've saw it. Um, it's so important just to be yeah. seen up there, mm. regardless of if any kind of accolades come of it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I was very privileged to have those people come see it. And ex- yeah. exactly, it's kind of a feeling of acceptance, slightly, yeah, yeah. Uh, even just to be seen by people, or even just to be doing a show and working with people within that sort of realm. Mm. It's always, yeah. But does it give you a little sort of boost of confidence? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Especially when <laughs> the stuff that I'm doing can sometimes be a little bit sort of uh, sideways, yeah, yeah. and you're thinking. I don't know if any of this is going to work and you know when you do sort of competitions and stuff and you think and you don't, it doesn't get any further than the first round you go oh no am I doing this right it's a weird feeling as well isn't it because you, you you can get all the laughs you know you can get really good reactions and think oh that was great yeah. but when someone says you're nominated for an award it's like a whole other level of yeah. Oh, sort of. I don't know. It must be mm. kind of you know. It's all right. People saying laughing, and you hear the laughter when you're doing the gig. But yeah. Give yourself critical as well. You yeah. Time you, you, on even what's then, not you working, kind of go, so. well, I didn't like that bit. I didn't like yeah. That. And also, well, then you start going, well, what show? What 
what night did they see? What show did they yeah. see? And what they're voting on that. As well, so no one's thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the first year I had reviews. I'd never had reviews before. And I was look, I, I didn't look through any. Well, I've looked through a few this year. But um, I got when I got back, I looked through all of them. And then you, because they have the date on it, right. you then try to work out when were they in? <laughs> yeah. And because yeah. I recognised, it's yeah. again, because I was doing the free fringe by myself in a room, so I, I didn't know who was coming in. I never knew who was coming in. And so I should have noticed, it's clear, when there's somebody by themselves, nobody goes really to Edinburgh, other than a comic. Yeah. Go, and they won't then start writing stuff. So yeah, that's no, pretty no. giveaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. And Normally they're quite lit in, uh, with the free fringe, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> they're, really, they're, they're incredibly no lit. There. You can see, I can see every single face. You can see the whole lot. Yeah. The whole <laughs> lot. See everybody in there. Which, yeah. again, that was that the, the, the day that I knew that things were starting to look up for the award was when you sort of saw like uh, uh, Nika Burns come in she just sort of sat in the corner you know the ladies have been involved with the whole thing and go right hello (laughs) so that's that's sort of an indication but again it's it's completely focusing on on the show I guess it gets harder and harder because you've got the pressure then once you've yeah. The inkling that might be happening. You think, well, I've got to make this still yeah. good and keep of course. on doing the thing. Of course. And also, after that, once things were announced, or, yeah, well, it's more of the after the announcing of that, because I was about to say it's like from other reviews, but it's really from the, when it was announced. So the, basically, I finished uh, my, my show when it was announced. I had eight people. Mm-hmm. The next day, I had 70 people. Wow. And we packed them all in. Yeah. Capacity was about 40. And we just packed them all in. Right. That was a problem. That was a bit of a mistake because they were all a bit sort of, a bit, a bit sort of uh, cold. Yes. And they were expecting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because it was a free fringe as well, people just walked in, walked out. I had nobody at the door. Yeah, and you just, it was, uh, yeah. So we made sure the next day we just did it like a normal, as, as any other show would do. We basically did it first come, first serve, mm. 40 people, tops. You yeah. made sure that was it, yeah. So that was uh, Sam Fletcher there talking about his Foster's Edinburgh Comedy nominated show, Good on Paper. Yes, indeed. Which was apparently not just good on paper. No, obviously not. And uh, here next up, we have um, some of an interview that we did with Duncan Hart. Didn't lost faith in what he was saying there a little bit, but (laughs) but he got there in the end. Here it is. Right, so here we are backstage at the Market Theatre with Duncan Hart. Hello. Hello, uh, Duncan. We, we were saying to you, you featured on our only ever other podcast. Oh, is that the only other one? Yeah. Yes, yes. So what we might do podcast. is ask you the same questions and see if they correspond. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right. Okay. It's like a test Cross on your own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that's fine. Or if you prefer the answer from the previous one. That's fine, that's fine. I'll phone a friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> myself. Uh, yeah. So what have you been up to since we last... Do you know what? When, when was that? It was, I think it was like January or something, wasn't it? Or, or near the beginning of well, the year. You were here a couple of months back when we didn't do a podcast. Remember? Yeah, the night that's when... right. That was Richard Herring. Oh, that's yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That, that was a great night. Um, yeah. But um, I, I, I'm glad you've moved to this venue, I have yeah. to say. Oh, good, yeah. Because, because the, I mean, the thing with um, the Croft was that it was just too packed. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't get in to see... Yeah. Who had been on before? A lot of people standing at the back. Didn't yeah, you? absolutely. It's a very, very strange space. Yeah. This is a really nice space. So, I, th- um, I think it helps as well because now there's sort of a focus before there's always the distraction. Yeah, yeah. The it was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember last time, um, I, 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 as I am wont to do, going through new material, I, I, I tend to stand outside pacing up and <laughs> down. Um, going through material, smoking a lot, yeah. and, and I couldn't really hear what was going on in the room. And then I came on and did about ten minutes of cock jokes, and Richard had done about of course, oh, course. his whole show. Was yeah, that talking. I, about, I just, yeah. I just took that. Oh, yeah, I've got some cock jokes. I'll try out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> actually, that was the wrong thing because he pretty much exhausted them. I didn't know what he said, but um, you know, here, even though I've still been pacing up outside, you can hear it. Yeah, you know, which it's is nice, great. Yeah, um, and you've got this whole. 
basically where we are, there's a whole other theatre next yeah. door. So we're like we're standing in another theatre. Yes, as doing we speak. As we speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's Which quite nice lovely. to have that. You know, you can kind of do a kind of rehearsal performance on stage there, and then yeah, go into your main. Do you know? I hadn't actually thought of that. There'd be no one watching. It'd be kind of pointless. That's fine. That would have helped. But yeah. Um, no, but it's a great space, and um, you know, it's, it's nice to see that it's increasing in popularity. I'm surprised it's only the second podcast you've done. I mean, yeah. yes. Was that um, thing again because we're sort of doing everything at the moment? Well, of course. We never of course. have time. No, so of course. Of course. Sort of I know, exactly. And as we speak now, there's an act on, and we're yes. hoping they don't finish. Yes, so we're, we're listening with one ear to see when they suddenly stop. Just yeah. with one ear. Just, with just, the one. just, just the one. one yeah, one ear. Yeah, with the um, were you up in Edinburgh this year? Do you do no. Um, well, you asked me what's been happening this year, and the, the, the honest answer is not much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's been purely economic. Right. In, in, in as much as that, um, not yeah, without boring other people into uh, the economics of being a comic, uh, especially when you're at the lower rungs of the sort of paid world, it takes an age for you to get paid. And if a, a gig is, say, 80 quid, and it's 50 quid petrol to get yeah. there, you just can't do it. And yeah. so I've had to, uh, this year has been a very quiet year in terms of performing. Um, I've, I've literally just been able to do gigs where it makes economic sense. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of it has been writing. I've done right. shed loads of writing this year, which has been great. Yeah. I've got about two one hour shows kind of planned out, Brilliant. you know, yeah. and, uh, but the problem is then road testing the material. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's that thing of you know you write something that makes you laugh yeah. and there's a great feeling when you do it on stage and it gets the response you thought yeah. but I've got two hours of stuff I've no idea what it's like I think it's, thing, it's quite fun I think some of it's really good I think yeah. it's some of the, I, it's one of those things it's the nicest thing that I'm writing some of the best stuff I've ever written right. but I have not road tested it yeah, yeah. and um, it's it basically it's, it, it's been a, a year of writing um, and a force economy you know it, that has been, you know, I mean, people say that comedy is pretty economically robust, and I think it is to a certain extent, but, you know, yeah. it's still, there's a lot of clubs, there's a lot of competition, it's yeah. a, you know, I don't know yeah. whether you want to go into all this, or... No, it's true, no, I agree, yeah, You know, it, 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 it's a strange, you know, and the explosion, I think the other thing is that the explosion of TV comedy has meant that people are more reluctant to go out and take a punt on a live show. I mean, you had I was reading this on Chalk the other day, they were discussing yeah. that, weren't they? The very fact that, you know, people are very into comedy now, yeah. but they don't want to see anything untested and unknown. Yeah, I mean, so the thing is, yeah. I was talking to Norman before, I mean, Norman, stalwart of yeah. the uh, alternative circuit, yeah. and, and that was the circuit I grew up with, and now it's become a slightly different circuit. I mean, there's, you know, there's still elements of that. But, you know, I did a gig recently, you turn up in a conference room in Coventry and yeah. there, there are sort of 50 people that, you know, 15, 20 years ago you wouldn't have necessarily seen at a live comedy night and they're expecting something slightly different. So there's a kind of cultural shift yeah. um, in terms of audience expectation. Yeah. But what's great about places like this is that, you know, without sounding snobby, you've got a comedy literate audience, you've got a nice audience. I've said this before, I go on, I can die on my ass. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll pass commentary. Yeah. Yeah. We'll play your set straight after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how we do it. Every time they laugh, we pause Silence. it. So yeah. 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 <laughs> Just tumbleweed, sound yeah. effect. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, but um, it, 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 I don't know, I suppose if you want to know in a nutshell, it's been a year of growing up. Yeah. So it's been a year of, of, of really thinking about what it is you want to do as a, as a, a, a you know, yeah, and make no hesitation of using the word artist. What do you mm. want to do as a as, as a comedian? Yeah. What you know, what is it you're? And my aim is, I want to do, I want to tour places like this, small small theatres, do my one man shows. Yeah, yeah. I've got no interest in being on TV. I've got no, you know, that. Gen I, I'm not 
I'm careerist in as much as I'd like to make a career in mm. being able to sustain a lifestyle. Um, and being happy doing it. Being happy. Well, yeah, I think that to me is that it's the nourishment for the soul. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know. There, there seems to be a sort of, you know, two different circuits sort of emerging. There's a, there's a very much a corporate and a, a very much a, a sort of um, mainstream mm. circuit developing. And there's also elements and places like this where you can be a bit more experimental, you know. And I think that's really important because um, you know, not every single audience member wants what's they can get on TV. No. no. You know, and I think Norman's a perfect example of that. Yeah. You know, Norman has a TV following, but his act, mm. very, very alternative. Yeah, yeah. And great, you know. But he's got that sort of likability as well. Oh, he? absolutely. People just love yeah. just to see him walk on the stage there, like, yeah. oh, he's here. It's him. It's him. He's yeah. that guy. And then, and then he can say whatever he likes. Yeah. And it's so nice. It's yeah. so We've done gigs. I remember doing a gig once relatively locally, and they had a fairly big name Comic Con that we hadn't seen before. And it was bizarre because the rest of it was all quite alternative. And then he came on and he was so sort of mainstream. Mm. And you were sitting in the room and you're thinking, I don't get this. And everyone yeah. else is laughing. You think, because yeah. some people, they are very much Absolutely. looking for that. You know, just yeah. the thing you understand. It, and there's always laughing just because they know they've seen his face before. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think the, the, yeah. the biggest ba battle you have as a comedian is trust. I think you, you go out on that stage. When people go and see Frank Skinner or whoever it is, and I'm a big Frank Skinner fan, when someone goes to see a big name act, they paid. They 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 basically trust that act. Yeah. When someone goes to a comedy club and doesn't know the act, there's that initial one minute thirty seconds. Yeah. I don't know what the actual period is. Yeah. Where do is this guy funny? Yeah. Or is this girl funny? You know, is this person funny? And uh, I think there's a you know, um, so people are less willing to take a punt. But I think when they do, I've found they're very richly rewarded. Yeah. yeah. You know, and what you do here is put gr great different varied bills on mm. and all that sort of stuff and I just wish more people would like it like we tend to try and do our new material at the beginning of the gig which yeah. is a bit of a risk because when you've got people who maybe aren't particularly if they come and see something like Norman Lovett where they're coming because they know yeah. the name you think well are they going to Yeah. Oh, you, so you have that moment when you think oh are they getting this are it's, we comfortable it, with and this? it's good and bad because you, cause at the same time as being kind of like nerve wracking you kind of think well if it works yeah. in this environment then yeah, hopefully anyway, where they're yeah. a bit more warmed yeah. up and they, they, kind of, yeah. they don't expect anything then it's, then it's fine what I really would like to do personally is it's is find more places where you can just go and experiment mm, yeah. without the fear of who's in the audience who's watching yeah. without yeah. the kind of career is kind of, yeah, I, yeah. you know I, I think there's quite a big upsurge from other acts I've spoken to and think you know I think you know we, we you know, there, there is gonna, and this sort of place is good to do that but there'll be other places in London on the main yeah. circuit yeah. and I think that it's really important to find places where performers can experiment rather than just go off and go right I'm earning this amount of money I yeah, need to yeah. de deliver you never yeah otherwise you never grow as a yeah. performer and you know I, the worst thing for me as a performer I don't want someone in the audience go I've seen this mm. you know if yeah. they've been to some, it, over the course of like a year or two years you've been in a venue like here yeah, four yeah. times um, mm. you don't want them to see the same stuff each no. time no. Um, but you equally you have a sense of responsibility to the gig yeah, yeah. yeah. it's you a know. hard thing isn't it it's it a is. hard decision to make as, it a, is. as a performer when you're doing that stuff what do I do? Do I do the stuff I know really well that's safe? Yeah. That, but will they know this stuff and um, yeah, yeah. or try something new out? Well, there we go. That was a good point. Well made by me there, it's I think. Very well made, yeah. I was very proud of you. Just to check, though, when you said about material that's safe, were you using sort of kids speak? I was, yeah. yeah. I was talking about safe material. Which, what does that mean? I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll look it up. Um, but now, let's go back to our Norman Lovett interview. This is the second part where uh, Glyn asks him a, pro a question about the programme he's probably best known for. So how did you get into Red Dwarf then? What was the sort of process of, of um, getting? Uh, well, well, there was uh, um, I'd, 
I knew this producer. We, well, there was Rick Mail and all that. Like we all knew each other. And Paul Jackson was a producer, uh, one of the producers at the time. Yeah. When there's any movement, there's always a producer wanting to package right. it. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'd, he produced Ruby Wax, this Ruby Wax chat show she had on a Friday night on Channel 4. It's called Don't Miss Wax, which people either loved or hated with her. She's right. Marmite, isn't she? Yeah. And uh, I played an interfering floor manager in that spoof floor manager, right, okay. and uh, interrupted guests, and, and that worked very, very well for me. You know, I yeah. scored a few points in that, and did two series of that. And then Red Dwarf came along, and I actually read for Rimmer. Did you know? That? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, really? I read for Rimmer oh, yeah, wow. with this guy called Peter Hugo Daly, who was reading for Lister. Right, it's a well-known actor. He was at the time. I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen him at all lately. No. Quite a small guy, but he was good at doing like Sun reporters and those sort of things. Oh, yeah. sort of. Okay, yeah. And I was Rimmer, which was, it was I wasn't a Rimmer, you know. I'm not. I wasn't right for Rimmer. And then they asked me back. He said, "Can you do Holly? It's the voice of the computer, Holly." Yeah. And I said, "The voice on TV, you know, yeah. ego. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably, probably." And I said, "Well, yeah, all right, yeah." And I yeah. went and read for it, and it was the scene from the first episode, "Everybody's Dead, Dave." Right? Oh yes, which was a turn into a classic scene yeah. of uh, explaining what happened. You know, I was looking at the yeah. actually because we were set, mm. doing little links to you know your videos and stuff to promote the gig, and I was looking for that one because it's one of my favourite moments. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was yeah, great, it was, and. Yeah. Uh, when I was reading it, everyone in the room was laughing their head off, and I knew, you know, when you're reading something, you know, you just think, oh yeah, I'm right for this, mm. yeah, and yeah. you knew that. But still, I'm still a, a glass half empty type of person, so I still went away thinking, oh, well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, I still yeah. wasn't thinking, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and then I got got it. But then the the problem then was that I wasn't seen. Right. That was gnawing at me all the way, even mm. though. I knew it was something special, and I thought, just a voice, you know. Why can't he see this computer? And I kept moaning about it all the time. Yeah. Until eventually they, they gave in. Oh, really? Right. So, yeah. so you're just going to yeah. push for us. Yeah. Right. Excellent. And I said, well, look, just you just want to see me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I said, without the neck. I always insisted on that thing of saying, I don't want right. to see any part of the neck. I hate mm. it when you see the neck and yeah. you show a head talking or... I suppose the first person to do that was the Wizard of Oz, really. Yes. Yeah. At the end of Wizard yeah. of Oz, he yeah, that, that yeah. happened, yeah. didn't it, when you think about it. But, um, yeah, that was it. And I wanted to be seen. And then they pixelated it in the first... I said, well, no, don't make him... Yeah. Me, yeah. it's me. And they wanted to do something with the voice as well. Right. And I said, no, don't do that. I said, it's not Doctor Who, is it? You yeah. know, the dialect. It's not... Yeah. You don't have to do that. No. Just make it me talking yeah. as I am and I'm the computer. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. So did you I, record it... Obviously, it's probably I was going to ask the same thing, the, yeah. When you were doing the, the live the studio audience based thing, wasn't it as well? Yeah, so yeah. Were you actually doing it live? Yeah, with yeah. Them, so just yeah. in a separate bit. Yeah, there was nothing um, uh, recorded. Well, the only time when there was any outs outside broadcasting hmm. scenes, which there were in some episodes, yeah. then I had to do it. They'd play it into the audience, right? Hmm. But it was done to the audience, except that I I'd be sitting in a corner. Yeah. Right? And I'd just hear the audience. Oh, okay. oh, right. I'd be there with a bored cameraman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're essentially in like a different room or sort of just out? Yeah, just, uh, just, yeah, just back out of the main, on the main set. I'd be in the corner there. Yeah. Lit up and right. doing it. But, you know, I could, I could feel the, hear the audience. So I was still doing it to an audience that I couldn't see. But yeah, it was just yeah. very much like doing the stand-up. quite nice in a sense because you've got none of that having to worry about the audience. You can sort of in your own world, but still. Yeah, yeah. And nice, also, yeah. if you some of the episodes you can hear me waiting for them all to stop laughing before yeah. I do my next line because right. yeah. you just think yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, I'm not milking it I'm no. just, <laughs> I just want to make sure it's 
yeah. right? Because the lines were fantastic. When you were working on it, I have interest, did, you, did it change much when you rehearsed it or was it pretty much as the script was? Or? No, pretty much there. There were, there were odd changes, uh, things you suggest. And it was okay. very rare to get a scene where... There was one scene they wrote for me, uh, which I did say to them, is this funny? Right. And it went. As soon oh, as really? I said that, they, right. they went off and had a yeah, yeah. huddle and a talk the writers and, and right. it, was, it was gone. Right. So I, I must have been right. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't, I, you don't usually say things like that, but I just thought, is, you know, I just said, is this, do you think this is funny really? Yeah, yeah. And it, I could have said, well, it's not, but that would have been really cocky to say that. <laughs> But you, you know, you instinctively know. I think once yeah. you start getting the standard of jokes and stuff coming along, you just, as a comedian, you just think, yeah, I want the next one to be as funny as yeah, that, yeah. really. And yeah. they were. They were. There was some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The the, the joke about the, uh, I've got the IQ of six hundred. The same IQ as six hundred PE yeah. teachers. <laughs> I mean, that still stands up yeah. today, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it yeah. still works today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Young people can connect yeah, to that. Yeah. So. Do you, do you do many sort of like conventions and things these days? Or I only did one this year. Right. Uh, in February, I was in a holiday camp in Wales, okay. Pontins, I think, oh, yeah. for SFX. Okay. <laughs> they had me down there. That, that's a magazine, isn't it? Yeah, magazine? yeah. Yeah. And I went down there and did my stand up. And Hattie was there as well. Okay. Did oh, yeah. my stand up to uh, the audience there. there. That was good. Yeah. And uh, But no, I haven't done any more. I was asked to do another one in December, but I. I I had a gig the next day, and I said, "I said no, I don't. I, don't, you know, I really didn't want to." I said, "Wouldn't it be better to do it if I do it another next year because it's right. the twenty fifth anniversary?" Yeah, I said, oh, "I do yeah. it." And also, I think I've got this thing about doing it with Hattie, both the Hollies being there. I, I think from a financial point of view, it's better that one does it. I mean, yeah, I'm not a greedy yeah. man yeah, at so all. I'm not a money yeah. worshiper at all. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's a bit. If you're going to do these things, you want to. Get your, you know, sell as many photographs yeah. yeah. you can. You yeah. you make your money on that. And I'm sorry to say that, uh, yeah, I, I treat it as a pension. I am yeah. a pensioner. Yeah, I get yeah. a pension, right. but yeah. I also treat this as a <laughs> pension that, yeah. for the money, perhaps, uh, yeah. that I didn't get at the time uh, yeah. in Red Dwarf. Yeah. I mean, I do get residuals and stuff, but right. really, you know, you hear these stories all the time about, you know, you just think, well, I should have made more money than that out of it yeah. because the whole world, right. not the whole world buys it and everything, but, but, you know, there's a lot of fans all over the world and they've, yeah. made, a, they've made enough money out of it. So, yeah. Well, I saw a thing recently that I think it's Paul Daniels, of all people, was talking about when they start re-showing stuff on, um, what is it, on, on Dave and that, and, mm. uh, yeah, Dave and Challenge and those sort of things. Yeah. People aren't getting paid for it. Yeah, the money on Dave is ridiculous. Really? I was saying, what am I getting on Dave? I think like, you get a peanut, peanuts. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that's what Dave... They've done a deal now with Red Dwarf, and they're, they're oh, because they've they filmed the best They've, 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 they've done it, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. And, uh, they've done it on Dave, and uh, I've been watching it actually. Seen Have it. you seen no, it? No, yeah, 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 I haven't seen any of it. I saw all, that one off special, the one that links to Coronation Street, the back to yeah, back, back, to, back to Earth. Called, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's where that's where I fell out. I fell out with them. I just said I, I actually left. I said, look, I'm not doing anything more Red Dwarf now. You've messed me around on this. I'm fed up with this. Right. Uh, they'd had me penciled in not penciled they said keep your dates free for this and we'll let you know and it got right to the time of filming and no one let me know anything I said yeah. am I in this or that they said oh no you're not in it the script's in I thought that, that, this is bad I said yeah, this yeah. is bad uh, emailed them I said look uh, that, that, I won't be doing any more Red Dwarf projects no, right. anymore that's what I said because right. <laughs> I just thought and then when I saw the programme I was glad oh, <laughs> really, really. well they, they'd taken them I'm it not saying it was bad I'm no. not saying it was bad because 
Doug's, you know, he's good. He's good mm. at his, his job. But yeah. you, you keep Red Dwarf in front of a studio audience. Yeah, you keep, yeah, that, keep, that, was, yeah. that was the thing I found actually watching it. It was very... Um, a disconnected. Yeah. Thought, you, know, it's nice um, to you know, I think he wants to be... Um, dare I say it, Spielberg or something right. like that. But, you know, don't yeah, do yeah. that. Keep, yeah. keep what yeah. it was that made it successful in the first place. Yeah. And, and also I say, you know, it's a sitcom and the jokes are there. And a lot of comedy fans love Red Dwarf. Yeah. But then it also attracts a lot of sci-fi fans. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, some of the sci-fi fans aren't necessarily big comedy fans no. at all. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say this without being rude about them. But it's true, though. You yeah. meet some Star Trek people, they're not going to have no. big senses of humour. I'm no. sorry, they just yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very I've just upset yes. six million people. <laughs> yeah. but, and you, and you said you sat on Elvis as well. So it's all, sorry? It's all going on. Uh, I sat on Elvis. So we've got some yeah. of the true stories coming you out. You want yeah. good. Jimmy Savile stuff now. I see it all the way down there. I suppose what was great about the Red Dwarf thing was that it suited both audiences because it works for the sci-fi thing but also it is just a sitcom so yeah. it works you don't have yeah, to like I, the whole space yeah but space. I think that's the thing they try to get away from I think when, when I left after the second series uh, I won't even talk about that <laughs> um, I'm doing a I'm doing an autobiography and stuff like oh, really? that and I, I, these facts will be put you know I will put them down as they happen My, I went, I'm a heart on my sleeve I'm a heart on your sleeve type person, yeah. mm. so that means you've either got a big mouth, you've got a big mouth, you tell the truth, you get into trouble for it. But I'm going to do it in a way, I'm going to tell the truth, the actual story of it, without naming people right. or yeah. being yeah. nasty or anything like that. But I will put those facts down. Uh, well, I have actually in the first 30,000 words. You've got to write 60,000 yeah. words. I've written 30,000. <laughs> That's it, you've got to write 60,000. There's like a sort of quota. Well, no, no, quote. it's just 30,000 isn't enough. Right? Oh, I see. <laughs> It'd be well, too you, slim. But like, did like you keep pictures like a, and things. Do you keep like a diary or anything? Because I, I would find it so no. hard to look back on it. And do, How much do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. I've got or? some diaries where I've had to look back, but there's a bit where I'm saying, I'm sure I was an only child for the first seven years of my life. <laughs> And I don't get on with my sisters right. now. Right. And I've got, I've got no way of knowing when Linda, my older sister, uh, when she was born. And I know it's around seven or... And I'm mm. not sure. I'd love to know her date of birth so I can get that fact right. Yeah, but that yeah. fact's not going to be exactly right. right. But I do know I spent all that time, at least five, six years, on my own as a little boy. I was right. definitely mm. on my own. And also the thing about having the imagination... Um, Went smoking spliffs in the when I was thirty two. I played football till I was thirty. I right. looked after myself and I became a comedian. I started yeah. drinking right. and a spliff, and I got yeah. hooked on the tobacco in the spliff. Right. It's just going out to young people. So I got hooked on that. But I'm saying the spliffs thing was a waste of time for me because I think a lot of people take drugs so they can have an imagination that's quite. Yeah, yeah. wild and inventive but yeah. I think I already, already had that I didn't yeah, yeah. need any of that I didn't need that or, or no, I don't drink now I don't right. need I don't need drink I still had shyness though I mean that helps drinking helps a lot of shyness yeah, there's no. no doubt about that but I don't drink at all now I think I've just got to the age now where I don't give a monkeys I'm 65 right. and I, yeah, I yeah. think you get you know either sort yourself out and get your confidence and yeah. get it right or you know, jump off a cliff or something. Mm. But what made you do comedy in the first place? Did you? Had you had well, I was pushed into it by friends, yeah, right. to, to perform, because I wasn't a natural performer at all. Right. Yeah. Not at all. But I did love comedy. I mean, the 
I think the, it's the Monty Python for me. I was 21 when Monty Python came on. I thought, this is great. This is yeah. comedy. It's great. You know. Toilet again. Toilet again. Yeah, yeah. It's getting quite busy. Just, uh, yeah. Wash your hands. A lot of people coming up. Yeah, now. wash your hands. <laughs> I understand you, you recently did an Edinburgh show. Well, this year, was it Edinburgh show? Yeah, I do this it year with, most um, years. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. With Chris Difford. Chris Difford, yes. Yeah, that was... Uh, I've, I've stopped doing that now, but we might do one or two one-offs because uh, financially it, it was didn't really work out. Mm. And, and, I, and I want to concentrate on my solo show because mm. I have my iPad now right. uh, and uh, I fix it to the microphone. I've got this attachment that holds it up. And I, I show images on the screen. Oh, okay. All the theatres have got, you know, yeah, like this yeah. and that. And you've got a little iPad in your bag. It's all you take right. along. Because I did a slideshow five years ago. Right. That's with, what we do, funny enough. Yeah, well, we were saying, when normal yeah. TV was saying, oh, I could have brought my oh, iPad. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 When I got the slides, I still got all the slides and the pictures. I did 45 right. minutes each side. I used to have a break like a game of football okay. with a half time. And uh, I had this projector. It's heavy as hell. <laughs> I used to have a tr little w two wheels for it on the train. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I, when I did that tour that year, all around, I thought, that's it. I'll yeah. sell it. I sold it on eBay and it went to Europe somewhere. Right. But I've still got all the slides and pictures and I haven't looked at... Oh, was it actually thing. with slides? Was with slides, yeah. yeah. projector. So, yeah, yeah, I clicked and I clicked, yeah, yeah I clicked right. at all, uh, one of the uh, remote control yeah, yeah, clicks. Yeah. And uh, it went down really well, that right. show. It was good. Yeah. It was, uh, so now I can do it with just my little that's it. Yeah, iPad. It's easy, and it's, it's, yeah. I can do stand-up and images without carting around hmm. heavy equipment how did it go down doing the thing with chris difford was it was yeah it was good i mean it was i mean it, we had to sort of you know there's chris chris has a chris has a projector screen going all the time and there's footage of squeeze going up okay. in the background with, when he's doing the songs yeah, yeah. and he's talking about when they recorded the songs and doing top of the pops and stuff like that and the comedy because he's mm. a funny bloke himself right you know and a great writer some of those uh squeeze songs i i like those you know songs i, I love mu i love modern mu today's music as well I, right. I listen to radio six and all that stuff you don't you know you don't have to be 20 to what to listen to that i've just always been on that and the, yeah. like legs up with a book and a drink right. i love that line it, yeah. i love lines like that and and what's that other song there's a song now who is that bloke we, we are with our teeth nice and clean. Do you remember? Oh, well, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Oh, Gary yes. yes. Now, have you heard his latest song? He's got I've heard one of his he's got, he's got yeah, a new yeah. song out and it's bloody good. He's and, really he, good. and his voice has got even yeah, yeah. better. Brilliant. And it's a great song. Yeah. He always had that sort of slight John Lennon sound to his voice. Yeah. Anyway, I thought. Yeah. He's a really good songwriter. Yeah. Really I, I, I thought, oh, great. It's always good when you talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember him. And suddenly they come yeah, and yeah. whack you. And Lana Del Rey, I'm a big fan of Lana Del Rey as well. Uh, plastic surgery or rich father or I don't give a damn you know <laughs> what, what, what is it all about why does she get so much stick yeah. and, and same with Lady Gaga as well her yeah, father's an entrepreneur and very rich right. but she's talented she's very talented yeah, both very so talented yeah. I mean so is what's her name what, what about the girl with the uh, hotels uh, oh, Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton. She did an album. Oh, did she really? She, yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. 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 Rubbish. <laughs> She's got a load of money as well. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean to say you've got no. loads of money, you're going to make a good album no, at all. No. You could buy the best producers in the world, but it's got to be more than that. It's yeah. got to have more than that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lana Del Rey, love her. Well, there was a gig on telly the other day, Squeeze played in Hitchin. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, on yeah. four, yeah. Yeah, yeah we really, used to have really a, a really good venue here, didn't we, for music yeah. and stuff. They had all the big 
Yeah, people are busy and yeah. you know, people like that played there. It's not there anymore. It's no. closed down. It's a real shame. It's a sort of weird well, thing. We grew up here, but it was just sort of as we were very yeah, young. Yeah, so you yeah. think, well, where has this venue gone? That had these well, great that's a shame so. about Newcastle where the tube yeah. was done. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. staying in a hotel near there and someone said, oh, that's where the tube... And I, I was on the tube. I did tell me on the tube, right. uh, a live thing. Uh, okay. I've forgotten what well, I've done something on later with Jules Holland, some comedy stuff, because right. I used to know Jules very well. Yeah. That's how I got to know Chris, because they used oh, to come yeah. to the comedy. Oh, really? They used oh. to be in the audience saying oh, you'd meet yeah. them, you know, and yeah. you just think. So there's always been that link as well with comedy. With comedy, yeah. 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 Cause I was going to say, yeah. how, how did it go down with Chris doing the music and you doing the comedy? But I suppose it, they do just work so well. Well, well, this is it, this is it. I'm talking about the finances now. We had to cancel some shows because there wasn't enough there, because it was neither squeeze. Right. Uh, comedy and squeeze and, and yeah. uh, some you've got to be very careful and yeah. uh, and we found that quite difficult you know right. and now squeeze are actually on tour as squeeze and you oh, get really? the people go along mm. but the people still want to know oh, oh I'm going to a comedy gig or a music gig they want one or the other mm. really yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I've I've right. noticed this year was that it didn't really it worked for some people some people the show was great people liked it they went to see they said this is great but the, lots of people wouldn't you know wouldn't vote for it you know oh, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, didn't yeah. come and uh, you vote with their, you vote with your feet don't you, you know? yeah. yeah so uh, but yeah it was good it was it was you know I just did the comedy bits we did a this is your life thing that was funny and uh, but really and truly it felt like I was uh, like an actor in a show, you know, right. do it, getting up to do yeah, bits, yeah, it right. became very structured and, yeah, not very structured, but you knew, it had to be Yeah, if it's a time. I think it was better when we did a, a longer show, because right. we used to mess around more. Okay. You know? Of course, you had to cut it down to, I suppose, an hour, an hour for, yeah. for, for yeah. Edinburgh. And, uh, yeah, that's that's tough, really, when you've yeah. got what is a two-act show. But I did the free fringe the year before, oh, right? yeah. and that was good, but you got to keep going to the bank with yes, all these yeah, coins yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and actually I found counting money quite therapeutic <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah that was good because yeah. people come along they haven't paid they all mm. come in so you had 70 people every night yeah. Uh, but I wasn't very good at shaking the bucket at the end. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. I don't it? like that. Yeah. It's horrible. You no. feel really sort of yeah. putting pressure in the yeah. It just makes you feel uncomfortable. But yeah. again, you go to the bigger venues and you just think, well, how much are they bloody charging well, for this, yeah. for that? And yeah. for, but so next year I'm doing the Hives. Oh, know, yeah. yeah. The, with, with Bob Slayer. The five pound runs, the thing so. he's doing. And yeah. I said, yes. I want to do the five pound one. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, you may have to do the free one. I said, well, I prefer to do the five pound one if I can get... If I can get, I think I'll get good audiences for it that. Do, it did really well, didn't it? Yeah. We spoke to him the year before last. Oh, yeah. Phil Kay. Phil Kay was there. Kind of the game was there as well. Because yeah. I just think it's so, you know, there's a recession on and there's, they've been making a lot of money out of things for a long time. It's supposed to be the fringe. Um, I'm just looking at the time. Sorry, I've got to say it. No, that's all right. We, I'm nine just thinking it's nine o'clock. Yeah, I suppose we'd better... Should we uh, type, draw it to... Yeah, draw this uh, to a close, but it's been really, really good talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, and, uh, next time we come back, I'll have to bring your slides. Yes, maybe, yeah. Or the, the iPad thing, and we'll do it that way. Perhaps we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, let, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Lovely. Brilliant. Thank Cheers. you very much. So that was Norman Lovett, and this is the end of our uh, second podcast. It is indeed. It's emotional. Uh, it is, very emotional. Yeah, um, I'm quite upset about it, actually. Are you really? Yeah, I might have. Just a moment, just a moment of silence. I'll give you a little hug. No, 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 no don't touch me. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that was us. Uh, this is us in this room uh, signing yeah, off. The room you can't see. The room you can't see. Um, but uh, we'll leave it to ourselves to officially close the gig 
um, as we did on the night. Yeah, not at all confusing. See you next month. Bye. We had a fantastic night, including stand-up from Paul Sweeney. Woo! Hey! Sam Fletcher. Woo! Duncan Hart. Hey! And of course, Norman Lovett. Oh, Come to next month's Mercy Comedy when we have Henning Venn here. Make sure you book your tickets. It's the 15th of November. They're on sale already. And check out the podcast, which will be yeah. online in a few Most days. Mercycomedy.co.uk will be on that website. That's the one. See you very much. The lights are going, so we will too. We will. Good night. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>